Welcome to the Jason Sweeney Music Podcast. I met with radio broadcaster Willie Evans. Now, Willie has been in radio since the 90s and he's well known in the West Lothian area and further afield for his upbeat attitude and his love for music. At Regal Radio, Willie looks after the public face and the money, as well as recruitment, training for all presenters, scheduling of shows, and you can hear him weekday mornings on the big fry-up, Willie on Wednesday, plus catch Regal Country every Sunday, which I just need to let you know is my favourite. So sit back and enjoy, and here's my chat with the man himself. I'm going to start with a question, if it's okay, and really, how did you end up in radio? Oh, dear me, gosh. Right, this is a memory test, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, back in 1990, 91, so it's like 30 years ago nearly, um, I did hospital radio <coughs> in St John's Hospital in Livingston, Radio Grapevine, really good wee station, great wee station. Um, so I started there, um, just doing some voluntary work and, and so on. I had done discos since I was a teenager, you know, Um and I just started my own disco business, actually. So, but I, I thought, let's do the hospital radio. And there was a vacancy for the country show, and it was called A Night in the Saddle. <laughs> and they said, do you fancy doing the country show, Willie? <laughs> and I thought, well, I quite like country music, but not that much. <laughs> but anyway, never mind, it's voluntary, it's a charity, it's helping out. And then when I looked through their library, it was all, um, well, Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers and Connie Francis and you know, Jim Reeves and stuff. I thought, it's got to be it's got to be better than this somewhere, you know. I like Dolly Parton and so on, you know, and these guys are legends, but I didn't fancy playing that every week. So I uh, started looking in, and luckily, the new country explosion had just happened. Garth Brooks was signed in 1989, Alan Jackson, Travis Trett, Clint Black, all these guys were brand new, and this is about 1991, 92, and I'm discovering this music. And then a girl phoned me up to do a wedding. Right, and I said to her, what's your, what's your first dance? Because I just, you know, so make sure I've got the music. She said, The Red Strokes by Garth Brooks. I said, oh, fantastic. I'd never heard it. I'd never heard it. <laughs> but I said, fantastic. Carried on. I had it. I, went, I immediately went to HMV and bought that album, and it totally sold me on the new country stuff. So uh, the, the country show, it was called Willie Evans Country Fever because I was playing country music in a hospital. <laughs> so I changed it for a night in the saddle to Willie Evans Country Fever. <laughs> And then Willie Evans Country Fever became the biggest country disco in Scotland. I was doing line dance festivals and all that all over Britain. Well, oh, are you Willie Evans Country Fever? Can I book you? I need bother. Where are you? Wick, what? <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. Isn't it amazing how you, you, once you start talking and just about people's backgrounds, it, you learn all these wee secrets? Right. Well, uh-huh. th- that, that became very successful, <laughs> the show. I, I then got um, approached by uh, well, Radio Scotland at the time. Uh, Brian Burnett was doing the show called The Brand New Opry, which was the, the show that Ricky Ross now does. It's called Another Country Now. Um, but it used to be done by, you know, Rab Noakes, the folk singer from Fife? Uh, well, he's got a company called Neon Productions, mm-hmm. and they produced Brand New Opry for Radio Scotland, BBC Radio Scotland. So they used to get me in there to do their... Um, the review panel, they'd send me a CD and you know I would review it and go in and do that and then ugh, just different things and then I did uh, Neon Country Radio, they actually had a station and basi- basically a number of different kind of RSLs, Restricted Service Licence stations, they're up for four weeks um, in various communities and they would ask me to come in and do the country shows and uh, that's that's how that started. Then Regal Radio started here, Mike Kelly was uh, the only presenter on the station <laughs> for a while. 
and uh, I thought, oh, he, he doesn't want me. Uh, he's no, he's no been on the blower. And then about a year down the road, he phoned me up and asked. I said, I thought you were never going to ask. He said, I was too scared to. You. <laughs> <laughs> he thought I was some kind of superstar. But anyway, no. So that's it. I love country music. Uh, I love radio. I do a, a midweek, Monday to Friday breakfast show, which has got pop, rock, country, soul, blues, reggae, ska, whatever. Mm-hmm. Aye, it's good fun. Good so a, a complete wealth of experience there. And as far as radio goes, um, I suppose, what, what for you do you think, what you've learned over the last couple of years, what, what, apart from talking, <laughs> what are traits, what traits are important for what you do in your role? Well, bear in mind that um, <clears throat> we're just a wee community radio station, okay? So we don't have rules. I've done commercial radio before. Not enjoyable, not enjoyable. Because of the whole thing... The, the whole playlist's on a computer. You get a wee yellow light telling you you've got 10 seconds before then it goes red and, before, and the, the next tune comes on. You've no control. Um, so it's, it's, it's no, it's, it sounds like fun, but it's not really fun. Mm. And in fact, nowadays, I'll tell you, you're asking about traits. <coughs> Is it okay if I have a rant? Oh, please, <laughs> please. Because you know what? Links into my next question. What are the challenges? Right. So this is perfect. <coughs> right. One of the one of the trends, let's call it a trend, um, in radio nowadays is that most radio stations are owned by very few. It's a bit like the record companies. There's what three major labels now in the world: Sony, Universal, um, BMG, or whoever. But, but every every record label is a sub branch of one of those um, majors. Likewise, radio is owned now by the Guardian. Media Group, mm-hmm. you know, The Guardian, um, Bauer, uh, the magazine group. <coughs> so there are these magazine, uh, magazine media companies that not only um, produce the printed form uh, of communication, but they also own radio stations. <coughs> and the problem there is the sanitization and, and um, the sterilization of radio. You, you find that, well, for example, myself, I, I love my country music. I used to do country music on commercial radio, country show. And I was fired, not because of anything I did, but because the station was bought over by a bigger station mm-hmm. and they were syndicating the chart show. Mm. So you turn on any commercial station on a Sunday, you'll get the chart show by Dr. Fox or whoever it is that's doing it these days. Mm-hmm. It's every station, because they're all owned by the same parent company. Sounds quite political. Oh, it is, it is. And, and therefore, people don't get the choice that we provide on Regal Radio. You know, mm-hmm. for example two hours of country every Sunday mm-hmm. and it might be it could be all sorts of country um, it's a very broad church but it doesn't matter whether it's country music we've got punk shows and jazz mm-hmm. and rock and you know whatever, everything in between you t- tend not to get that you tend not to get it now in radio do you know what Willie I love your show but just that that that, that those couple of sentences and that, that, that wee story that you've told me there has, reali- has made me realise how even more important that um, stations like Real Radio, Radio are, Regal Radio are, mm-hmm. because um, the freedom, the freedom, that's that's something that's coming across there. Yeah, there's total freedom. You know, I've just done a two, two and a bit hour show this morning. I prepared it last night. Tonight I'll go home and prepare tomorrow morning's show. We mm-hmm. don't have production assistants and researchers and all the rest of it mm-hmm. that you come in and you're told what you're going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if you look at some of the, the, the radio... I, d- I don't want to sound as if I'm hammering other radio stations, but honestly, I can listen to commercial radio and you'll hear the same tune played eight times mm-hmm. a day. Eight times, ten times. They've got a very restricted 
A list, and then they've got a B list that gets less plays, and then they've got a C list, and and it's very rare that the presenter will actually be able to play stuff mm-hmm. that they want to play, mm-hmm. and they've got to be enthusiastic about it, even if they don't like it. Mm-hmm. You know, I play some stuff that I don't like because I know that uh, uh, people out there do like it. You know, who am I to decide what the public should hear? But I like to li- I like them to hear what I like as well because uh, it, it's kind of. It broadens the mind, you know, mm-hmm. when you're hearing different stuff. I listen to a lot of stuff that I don't particularly like. It's not that it's bad, mm-hmm. it's just maybe not my preferred style. Mm-hmm. But, you know what, I'll play that and I'll play something totally the opposite um, that I enjoy. And then people will say, Craig, I've never heard of him. What was his name? How do you spell that? I'm going mm-hmm. to Google that. I'm going to. And that's what mm-hmm. it's all about when you get that kind of feedback and that interaction. You've got fantastic tastes in music um, from the country. You're just to the trying, rock. Are you wanting something here? Yes, I am. I am. <laughs> I'll tell you later. Um, but <laughs> but not only are you a radio presenter, but you, you are a musician as well. Uh-huh. So can you tell me, um, as far as music is a, in a broad sense, is who would be your top three influences? As, as broadcasters? As broadcasters, oh, as musicians, easy. or oh, you, oh, everything. Oh, is, that a, is that a hard one? <laughs> my mum and my dad, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, broadcasters, Steve Wright, mm-hmm. absolutely. Johnny Walker, BBC. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tom Morton, who mm-hmm. used to be in BBC Scotland, but he's now an independent broadcaster up in Shetland. Um, so it's clearly, um, those three broadcasters. Ken Bruce is good. Um, mm-hmm. These guys are very professional. They're mm-hmm. very professional. The te- that you don't get the uh, uh, that was uh, um, that was uh, <laughs> that's like me. Uh, there you go. Uh, so broadcasting. Uh, oh, bu- musically, I would. Uh, I, I can't say who who inspired me musically. Before you before you say that, just you said Steve right there. What's uh-huh. he doing these days? He's in the radio too every afternoon. Is he really? Yeah, Steve like, right in the afternoon. You know, you know um, I've been listening, um, a funny thing is I've been listening to probably a wee bit less music these days and more radio. Uh-huh. And um, because of all the, the um, you know, the virus, the virus that's going around, <laughs> coronavirus or COVID-19, I think it's called. Uh, after um, last night, I call it the Jambo virus. The Jambo <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening to, I find myself going to AM radio. Mm-hmm. Five live a wee bit more, um, uh, because it's more talking, uh-huh, and right. I'm interested in more stories and things like that. So um, I had no idea that Steve Wright was on that, and I was a big fan. And oh, I want to say nineties when I he was on BBC Radio One. Is that oh, right? Yeah. Steve Wright in the afternoon, uh-huh. yeah. and it's still called Steve Wright in the afternoon. Really and a lot of those guys from Radio One back then are now Radio Two. Mm-hmm. You know, but Radio Two is the, the, the kind of adult station, and the Radio One's now the, <laughs> the youngsters. The, you, know. I, you know, it must be an easy because I cannot listen to it. No, neither can it I. Does my head in. I'm on. An, I'm on every morning again. Zoe Ball, and that pleases me. Yeah, it's just <laughs> some things. Listeners, but uh, some things that I just don't get, and that is that is um, one of them. And moving back to the country music, we've had a conversation before about how in love we are with the narrative of country music. Mm. Um, one of the reasons why I certainly got more into it um, was certainly because of it reminds me of the arrangements and so on. It reminds me of 80s rock music. Mm-hmm. And that's where my love for it goes. Yeah. <laughs> and um, But as far as you being a musician, um, uh, what, what, what do you reckon? I'm moving towards the country music thing. What do you recognise more in the country music thing? What do you love about it? Oof, what do I like about country music? Um, 
one of my heroes in a songwriting sense was a guy called Harlan Howard. Uh, he wrote, I think he had something like a thousand songs cut by other people like Patsy Cline and Buck Owens and a lot of the artists of the sort of 50s, 60s uh, and, and later. And Harlan Howard was once asked in an interview, probably like this, <laughs> can you define country music? And he just thought, well, yeah, it's three chords in the truth. <laughs> right, so he's the guy that coined that phrase, three chords in the truth. Um, and that's and that's what it is. Uh, that, um, it's not just three chords, by the way. I know four chords now. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's the truth. It's it's stories. It tells stories, and that's how it connects with people. And I, I see people in all walks of life. I'm going to see two C next weekend, uh, two weekend, uh, middle of March, and I'm going to see people that are armed policemen for a living, top civil servants, possibly unemployed social worker, I was in social work all my days, people from all walks of life, and they all connect with country music. And I know that there's a snobbery, there's a musical snobbery that goes around, and, and you know, people that, that like your jazz, and sometimes the you know, other th- higher forms of music, and, and, and you know, mm-hmm. and on radio, I'm using inverted commas there. My goodness. <laughs> That's the rocker stuff, I've got to say that. That's coming. Um, and... There's a real snobbery about that. And yet I've got a friend um, who, like yourself, is a great guitar player and a guitar teacher. Um, and when I let him hear some Brent Mason playing guitar, Brad Paisley playing guitar, Keith Ar- he, he, he said, I can't do that. I can't, that's, that's just not within my skill set. Mm-hmm. Um, he could probably learn to do it, naturally, because he's a good musician. But it's like, gee whiz, I've been playing rock all these years, or I've been playing classical, I've been playing this, I've been playing that. And all of a sudden, you're hearing this new kind of skill. I was in Nashville um, last week for my big birthday, and my son and I went along to some gigs, and uh, the musicianship was phenomenal, phenomenal. And my son was saying, uh, David was saying that, uh, you know, Dad, I would never have chosen to come to this gig. Every musician's there at least 60-year-old, but there was one last who was younger. Three fiddles in the band, a steel guitar. It's no my cup of tea, mm-hmm. but this is amazing. This mm-hmm. is amazing. The musicianship and the stories. Um, that's that's what makes country music special yeah. for me. Yeah, I think it's um, certainly like you. It's, it's a big thing for for me. Uh, the the stories, the narratives, got to be there, right? Yeah, got yeah. Be there. It's not just I love you, babe, and you love me, babe, and all that. No, no. There's there's usually a reason for that, and you'll get that in the first verse, and then you'll find it. It'll come. It'll come back to haunt you in the bridge. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Got a couple more questions, just uh, two more of that. So, okay. And um, I, I suppose really what I want to know is uh, what advice would you give to someone starting out in this business? In radio, mm-hmm. come and see us. Come and you know, come and see me at Regal Radio. I've just had a, a family in as, as you were entered the building, yeah. Jason. The family were leaving, and they came in and sat through my whole show this morning um, because the young lad uh, wants to uh, a career in radio. Uh, and she'd heard of, they'd heard of Regal Radio and along they came and they're, they're, they kind of went out there bouncing uh, can't wait for the laddie to get started his training I felt the energy actually I, I really no, did. they loved it um, so there you go and that was just sitting in, in a country music show he's going to do EDM I think he's, when he said it he thought I wouldn't know what that meant <laughs> Is it electronic dance music? Excellent. So you're going to do is the David Gaia and all magic. I'm, so I'm glad it's radio because my expression on my face was, eh, oh, right, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> I think because I do the breakfast show, I, I get, you know, a wide, a wide expanse. Uh, not all of it I enjoy, of course, but uh, I certainly, you know, I, I kind of come across it. Anyway, um, so th- I would I would suggest that they get in touch with their local community radio station or mm-hmm. their local hospital radio station you know that's where I started that's where Mike Kelly started who's uh, you know our longest standing um, 
good radio presenter here. And uh, it's, it's, good, it's a good experience. It's a really good grounding. You mentioned earlier on um, about your shows, um, uh, what the content and everything like that. But could you just remind us exactly where and how people can find you either online or on radio uh, or just, just well, how do people find about okay. uh, Willie Evans? Well, Regal Radio goes at 24-7. Um, so you'll either be listening to a live show or you'll be listening to a replay of a live show. Uh, for example, the country music show I do on a Sunday morning goes out again on a Wednesday afternoon, four o'clock. Um, or you'll be listening to the Regal Jukebox, which is uh, basically just a whole collection, selection of music of all genres, uh, along with some sponsor ads and so on, because we get help from the local businesses to help us pay the bills. Um, so uh, you can get Regal Radio on the TuneIn app. You get the TuneIn app on your phone or your iPad and uh, search for Regal Radio. Or on your computer, on, on a PC or a Mac, just uh, go online and go to regalradio.net and uh, click listen live, and then you can hear what, what we're doing. Amazing. Thank you so much for your time today, Willie. Really appreciate it. You're a gentleman and uh, a wealth of knowledge, and um, can't wait to hear your next show. Thanks very much, Jason. It's been a pleasure. I've always respected Willie's views and knowledge he has within music, and one trait that he really excels in is just how comfortable he makes you when you're talking to him. The conversation itself just flows and if you meet him for the first time, you feel like you've known him for years. It was also great to learn more about the differences between the national stations and the local stations. Very eye-opening. And I want to thank Willie and Regal Radio for putting the time aside to chat with me. So, here it is. Thank you. Thank you.